Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Welcome to the Jennifer LeClaire Show. I'm interviewing some awesome guests and sharing personal insights along the way to stir your faith. Hope you enjoy it. All right, Jennifer LeClaire here with you talking about new beginnings. You know, new beginnings has sort of been the the, the theme of my life over the last several years. And the Lord has given me prophetic words about next. He's given me prophetic words about birthing. He's given me prophetic words about new things. And so I have lived in mass transition and had new beginnings, uh, a lot of new beginnings over the last several years. Uh, But I've had three major, major, major new beginnings in my life. Now we all have as I said on my prayer call this morning, uh, you're small new beginnings. You start a new job in a certain way, that's a new beginning. Uh, you move to a new city, that's a new beginning. Uh, but there are monumental new beginnings. One of the first uh, new beginnings in my life uh, was when my husband abandoned me with our two-year-old daughter, left us behind to marry a woman that was half of his age in another country. He was 30, she was about 17, and he decided during the midlife midlife crisis at 30 uh, that he wanted to start over. So that was an abrupt, unwelcomed, unwanted new beginning. Uh, It was a very devastating new beginning. It was a demonic new beginning. And I had to choose in that moment what would I do. Would I lay down and die because I felt like laying down and dying? Uh, or would I rise up from the ashes? Would I press through the adversity? Would I decide that the life of my child and her future meant more than my pain and my depression and my anxiety and my angst? What would I do in that moment? I had every reason to give up. I could have just probably gone into a, a, a deep depression and laid there and, and, and never done anything again. But I decided in that moment that my daughter needed stability and that I was the only one left to provide it for her. And so I began to work as hard as I could to give her the life that she deserved to have. That was a new beginning. And out of that, out of that tragedy, out of that absolute adversity, uh, the Lord taught me and he gave me strength. I wasn't even saved at the time, but his hand was with me. How much more so, you who are listening to the sound of my voice, how much more so is the Lord with you? And so I, I had to learn the, 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 the principle of perseverance. The Bible speaks over and over about perseverance. Think about Luke 18, the woman, the persistent widow. She kept on asking for what belonged to her. 
She kept on asking the unjust judge for what belonged to her, that she might have vengeance upon her enemies. And the unjust judge gave her what she asked for. Not the first time that she asked, but after she asked over and over and over, he said, let me just give the woman what she wants, lest she weary me with her coming. And the Bible says that he gave her what, how much more, the Bible says, will God, our Heavenly Father, not give vengeance to those who ask for it speedily. And so I learned the value of being persistent. I learned the value of being patient. I learned the value of being persevering. I had no choice. Well, I did. We all have a choice in the face of a new beginning, in the face of a demonic suddenly. We can choose to keep pressing, or we can choose to let our situation presses down. And so I learned the value of persevering. I learned the, the, how to start over. Actually, if you want to really, really, really rewind with a starting over message, I broke my leg twice when I was a kid. Then a body cast, full body cast, two different times. I had to learn how to walk all over again. And when my husband abandoned me and left me with this precious little girl, I had to literally learn how to walk all over again, not physically, but mentally. How do you wrap your mind around that? You know, one of the worst pains, I think, in the world is for someone to betray you, for someone that you love to, to, to cheat on you, to, to, to walk away from you. And so, you know, many of you in this season, you've dealt with pain. You've dealt with uh, a lot of angst. You've dealt with betrayals. But the Lord told me when I was with uh, my brother Ryan Lestrange in, uh, where was I? I was in Canada with Ryan Lestrange and Barbara Yoder. And, and the Lord reminded me that of something. He said, the betrayal was for your betterment. The betrayal was for your betterment. Sometimes the Lord uh, allows people to betray you. You think it's the worst thing in the world. I remember when my husband left, I was shaking my fist at God, even though, even though I did not really, well, I believed in God, but I certainly wasn't living for him. I blamed him. I blamed everybody around me. I blamed my daughter for a season. I, I blamed anybody I could blame. When a new beginning happens, when a sudden new beginning, a demonic new beginning happens, we must be those who don't blame, but who embrace change. But so many of you are going through this pain, and the betrayal is for your betterment sometimes. Here's the thing. My husband was a member of a false religion, and I always said to myself, you know what? If I get in my 40s, I will straighten my life up, and I'll adopt your religion. Of course, I was 19 at the time. And so think about it. I would have ended up going to hell through a wrong alignment. I would have ended up going to hell walking with this man and so had my daughter. But instead, Jesus found me because it was in that moment of pain. It was in that moment of sorrow. It was in that moment of grief. It was when I hit rock bottom in a jail. Listen, in a jail, having been falsely accused of a crime that I did not commit unjustly, told I was going to be sent up the river for five years. This was all in the midst of the abandonment, all in the midst of my husband walking out on us. All of a sudden, I find myself in jail, my daughter in risk of going to foster care, everything that could go wrong, went wrong. And in that moment is when God made a divine shift. When things looked at their absolute worst was when God stepped into my picture. And he sent evangelists to preach the gospel, share testimony. And it was the power of the testimony that caused me to give my life to Christ. And God shifted what was a demonic new beginning, a betrayal, an abandonment, a rejection, into a supernatural miracle, and I was born again. So that was my very first new beginning. And I learned that there's, there's, there's keys to shifting. There are keys to shifting. I've had two other new beginnings. I just recently had one as I resigned 
as the first ever editor of Charisma Magazine. I resigned as editor and I had another new beginning. But I want to talk to you today about eight keys to completing or to moving into your new beginning. Some of you are in transition. You see the new beginning is, 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 is right for the taking. You see that God, all the signs are there that God has something new for you. Maybe you've been walking through massive financial attacks. You know that God has a harvest for you. You need a new beginning in your finances. Maybe some of you are walking, have been walking through a demonic health issues. You know that God is your healer. You need a new beginning in your health. Maybe you were like me and you needed a new beginning with God. Maybe you need a, a refresh, a reset of your relationship with the Lord. Not that you don't know Him, but that you don't have the relationship with Him that you want. You need a shift. You need some kind of a shift. So I'm going to give you eight keys today in this impromptu teaching that I wasn't expecting to give. I'm going to give you eight keys to completing your shift. Number one, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Number one, how much do you trust God? How much do you trust Him? Because to have a new beginning, to, to move forward in God, to do something different, something new, you've got to trust Him. You've got to trust Him. You won't follow a God into a new beginning that you don't trust. When I was, was deliberating and praying over resigning as the first ever female editor of Charisma Magazine, I had to trust God completely because that is where my provision came from. Are you hearing me? I, I'd walked away from the business world completely. I used to work with Microsoft and Amazon. I was a Fortune 500 copywriter, and I made a ton of money, bought a lot of property in the world being a secular marketing copywriter. And I left all that to work for Charisma Magazine. I set it all down, laid it all aside. And I saw Charisma as a ministry. But there came a time when the Lord was saying, new beginning, new beginning, new beginning, new beginning, new beginning. And, and I had to trust him because I had already given up all my secular businesses. And I had already given up everything else I had. And now he wanted me to give up this to go on faith. How much do you trust God? You won't follow a God that you don't trust. Many shifts, even shifts that bring increase and blessing into your life. They can stretch you beyond your natural limits. You feel like you're just a rubber band. They can take you far beyond your comfort zone. I know many of you listening to the sound of my voice, you are outside of your comfort zone. I can, I can discern it by the Spirit. You're outside of your comfort zone. We've got to walk by faith and not by sight. That's what trusting God is all about. Second Corinthians 5 and 7. We cannot see God with our natural eyes, but we can discern Holy Spirit's leading. And we can follow him in childlike faith, knowing that even if we misread him, he's got our backs. Number two, you know the word. See, faith comes by hearing him. And hearing by the word of God, isn't that what the Bible says, Romans 10 and 17? If you want to build your faith for the new beginning, you've got to meditate on the word day and night. And be careful to do all that it says. <laughs> now, that's Joshua 1 and 8. Now, some of you might say, well, I haven't been meditating on the word day and night, so I've disqualified myself. I break that spirit, that voice in Jesus' name. God doesn't expect you to be perfect. The promise is if you do meditate on the word day and night, be careful to do all that it says, you'll find good success. That doesn't mean that you won't find success if you miss a day. It doesn't mean that you won't find success if you meditate on the Word in the morning and out of the night, or in the night, out of the morning, or if you, you know, God's not expecting you to be perfect, but we need to know the Word, because the Word builds faith in our heart. So be, if you're searching for a new beginning, I can see, this is 5778, the year of the open door, I see many of you standing at an open door and you're too scared to go through. The Word of God will give you the faith that you need to put you over. Knowing and acting on the Word will help you through times of transition. Number three, are you yielded to the Spirit? James 4 and 7, this is the Amplified Version, says this, So be subject to God, resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. Sounds kind of simple, doesn't it? 
It's simple. The truth, the truth is simple. The reality is that yielding to the Spirit of God will not eliminate all the warfare for your new beginning. See, some of you are in an all-out war for your new beginning. Why? Let me just tell you something prophetically. Your new beginning is so awesome. Your new beginning, it's going to be worth it. You're going to look back at all this warfare. You're going to look back on all the pain, all the drama, all the trauma, all the challenges, all the difficulties, all the reasons. You're going to look back. You're going to say, it was worth it. You know, I just recently moved into a new condo, and I lived in the last place for eight years. So, you know, you accumulate a lot of stuff in eight years. And it was stuff that I'd accumulated really over the last, what, 20, 30 years, right? But it was such a monumental move. It was such a big task. And I had to keep up with my ministry schedule, keep up with my 6 a.m. prayer calls, and keep up with, you know, all the church responsibilities at my church, Awakening House of Prayer. I had so much to do. I didn't have time to deal with all the drama. I mean, you gotta, you got to get right. you got to get uh, electricity. you got to get your cable reinstalled. you got to get, uh, you know, phone lines moved. That dress has changed. You gotta, I did not have time. It was, such, it was so stressful. You know, they say that moving is one of the most stressful things. It's like in the top five stresses. I think it's like number two or three. One of the only worst things in terms of stress levels than moving is somebody dying. Can you imagine? It was, it was definitely stressful. I had to fight Babylonian banks. They did not want to release my funds. I had to fight my own realtor. I had to fight, ah, it was one thing after there all kinds of resistance. But you know what? It made me stronger. You know what? Build my faith. You know what? Help me trust God more. I yielded to him. I pressed past the stress. And it was worth it. You're going, some of you are going through such a transition, such a trial. You know there's a new beginning. Or at least you hope, you, you hope there is. You think it has got to be because life can't be like this, right? It's going to be worth it. It's going to be so worth it, I promise you. God's plan for you is so good. Number four, you're not going to like this one. How is your prayer and fasting life? You know, prayer is our lifeline to God, and fasting crucifies our flesh. So together, these are a one-two punch against the carnal nature and the enemy's spiritual weapons to steal our harvest. In times of transition, especially as we're pressing toward that new beginning, whether you know what it is or not, we don't, we don't know how to pray just because you can see the new beginnings, because you know what you're pressing for. It doesn't mean that you know how to pray as you want. Praying in the Spirit will build you up in your most holy faith. And you're speaking mysteries when you pray in the Spirit. Let's talk about when you pray in your supernatural prayer language. Pray in the Spirit as much as you can. As much as you can. Number five, are you on fire for God? Are you on fire for God? Pursuing intimacy with God, it should be a lifestyle. Listen, that's why I get up at 4 a.m. before my 6 a.m. prayer call. Listen, I know that if I don't get up at 4 a.m., I'm not going to have any time to spend with God. I've got to prepare for the prayer call before I get on it. Every day it's on Facebook.com slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can watch the replay. Or you can go to morningswiththeholyspirit.com and have a 24-hour, 24-7 prayer stream. You can look at the prayers all day, all night if you want to. But intimacy... I learned that many years ago because I came out of a church, an apostolic church, and all they did was war. That's all they did. That's all they did. They had no lack or no understanding of it because they had a lack of intimacy. They didn't teach it. I didn't know there was such a thing. But God taught me himself. We need to live by Psalm 27, choosing to be a person of one thing. We've got to live and move and have our being in him, according to Acts 17, 28. Here's the thing. When you're more sensitive to God, it's easier to hear his voice. You've got to stay on fire for him, even when everything looks like it's going wrong. On the way to your new beginning, or as you get into your new beginning, how many of you know I've learned this over and over and over and over and over in my life? Every time I start something new, there's a learning curve. <laughs> You've got to be determined not to quit. 
there's a learning curve. Every time I start, every time I would get a new client, even a new client within Microsoft, a new, a new department within Microsoft that I would begin writing for, they had a different style, a different way they want things done. There's always a learning curve. Your new beginning will come with a learning curve. Your new beginning will come with all sorts of new things that you have to figure out. You might have been very comfortable in the spirit over here at this level, down there. But when God lifts you to the next spiritual level, when he puts you in that new promotion place, there can be things you have to learn. And gosh, some days it's going to be like, oh, I wish I could just go back. You don't really wish you could go back. That's what the Israelites wanted to do when they found themselves in the wilderness. Like, we can go back to Egypt. We can eat leeks and tomatoes, cabbage, whatever they were eating. Because their new beginning didn't look like they thought. It was harder than they thought. You've got to stay on fire to God. You've got to determine not to quit. The new beginning is not easy. We want it so bad, but when it comes, it's not always easy. It's not always easy. You've got to determine not to quit. Transitioning isn't easy, and there will be a temptation to stop. There will be a temptation to quit. There will be a temptation to give up. You've got to determine in your heart ahead of time that nothing is going to stop you from walking in God's will. Remember Galatians 6 and 9. Let us, this is the Amplified Version, let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint and acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season, we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. Amen? Number seven, who are you aligned with? This is really important. Listen to me. Some of, the, some of the rest of the stuff you already knew, this you might not know. Who are you connected to? Who you're aligned with matters. A threefold cord is not easily broken, according to Ecclesiastes 4 and 12. But if you're tied to wrong people, you could unleash a bad flow in your life. If you're, talk, if, if you're taking uh, ungodly counsel, Psalm 1-1, blessed is the one who does not stand in the counsel of the ungodly, because his way will be prosperous. Uh, if you're walking with people with corrupt morals, it's going to affect your spiritual life. Bad company. Bad company. You want to stay away from the bad company. 1 Corinthians 15.33, bad company, company corrupts good morals. Who are you aligned with? Some of you may, might be in a wrong church. Some of you might be in wrong friendships. They start out good, but they're not good. I'm going to be doing an entire teaching Sunday at 1.30 called Breaking Toxic Soul Ties and Alignments. These are sneaky. These are tricky. I'm going to do that at ahop.tv. These are sneaky. These are tricky. You could be aligned with somebody. You think they're nice, but you don't know that they've got this nasty Jezebel spirit on them or whatever. And it's affecting you. It's affecting you. Who you're, if you're in a spiritually abusive church, you need to get out. If, if you're in a, a, a church that's cult-like, you need to get out. It's time to press in to the right relationships. You know, when I found uh, uh, you know, the right relationships in my life, my ministry skyrocketed. Three years ago, it was just three years ago, when Dutch Sheep laid hands on me and commissioned me, my ministry, just my travel ministry exploded. When I aligned with Chuck Pierce and, and, and Ken Malone and, and Bill Hamm and these other men of God, Ryan Lestrange, when I forged relationships and aligned with them, it changed my ministry because the anointing flows down from the head. The people who are aligned with me in my Ignite Network, IgniteNow.org, the people that are aligned with me, maybe some of you are listening, they report breakthroughs, they report open doors. Why? Because when you're aligned with the right people, God can, can and does do things for you, but you, you've got to get aligned. Ephesians 4 and 12 says that for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, but that Greek word for equipping is actually kartatismo, which means an adjustment, an aligning. Like when you go to the chiropractor and they adjust you, your neck's out of whack and it hurts, they adjust you and it feels better. Some of you, your lives are out of whack and, they, and you're in pain because you're wrongly aligned. If you're taking abuse, you might not hear them cursing you, but they're cursing behind their back. Or they're just in warfare, 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 and it's bringing warfare on you. It's not your warfare. 
If you want to learn more about the Ignite Network, go to ignitenow.org. Number eight, look for the angels of transition. The Holy Spirit said this to me a couple years ago. He said, many neglect the angels of transition, and they bypass the help I have sent to transition them into the next stage of their journey. Many ignore the angels of transition and therefore fail to enter into the new place I have set aside for them at the appointed time. He said many are working in their own strength, struggling in their own flesh, and failing to embrace the work of my angels on assignment to help them transition into the new thing. Look for the angels in times of transition. Amen? So, you know, there's angels to help you. You read all through the Bible. There's hundreds of mentions of, Bible, of, of angels in the Bible. We have to understand that there are angels of transition. I wrote about that in my book. Well, it was called Angels of Transition. <laughs> Actually, it was called the Angels on Assignment. And then we talk about angels of transition and other kinds of angels. And then I'm going to share with you the prophetic word for 2018. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. I know many of you are going through hell. You're looking for a new beginning. You've had attacks against your finances. You've had attacks against your health. You've had attacks against your family. You've had attacks against your friendships. Attacks, 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 attacks. We need to shift that thing. Here's the thing I've learned about transition. Satan will always try to thwart you before you get through the new door. And I've given you some very practical solutions to overcoming the enemy's plans. See, here's the thing you got to understand. If you've blown it, somebody listen to me, you're like, I've blown it. You get a second chance, and a third chance, and a fourth chance, and a fifth chance. There's lots of chances for you. Just get up and keep trying. The righteous man falls down seven times, but he gets back up again. There's barriers. You need to learn how to fight. You need to learn how to fight. Resist the devil. Submit yourself to God. He'll flee. God is good. Amen? He is good. I really, really want to pray with you. I want to remind you of a few things. I'm going to read you this prophetic uh, word here for 2018 that I released. I'm going to read that to you in a minute. I want to remind you that you can be a part of our online campus at Awakening House of Prayer. Ahop.online. You can be an e-member there. Some of you need a little more meat than what you're getting. Some of you are in a place where you can't find a, a good spirit-filled church. You want to join our e-campus watch our online services. You can do that at ahop.online. I mentioned to you the Ignite Network. You can join that. You can find more about it at ignitenow.org. This is for people, for prophetic people or marketplace ministers or churches that want to align with me. You can do that at ignitenow.org. We have an, a, a prayer movement called Awakening Blaze, awakeningblaze.com. We've got over 80 or 90 prayer, what I call them as spokes, prayer spokes, like a prayer furnace or a prayer room. We've got about 80, I think we've got more than 80 at this point. We've got nearly 100 all around the world. We've got, we're in four or five nations now. We've got most of them in the United States. If you're an intercessor, I welcome you. You want to be part of the prayer movement, go to awakeningblaze.com. Find out how you can get connected. There's an interactive map there. It shows you where we have folks started. If you want to start one of your own, you can fill out the application there. So we can get to know you. You can get to know us. God is good. You can find me online at jenniferleclair.org. Now, I have a very special offer right now, and many of you are looking for a place to do end-of-the-year uh, giving. I'm offering a lot of gifts for a love offering of $1,000 or more to the ministry, the year-end tax-deductible giving bonus. So when you sow, and a lot of people take advantage of this today, because our ministry has a big vision for 2018, big media visions. We're starting a magazine. 
We're doing all kinds of cool stuff at 2018. TV show going to three quarters of the world. All sorts of free resources we're putting out there. And if you believe in this vision, maybe some of you, most probably all of you on this know, but you've probably heard of me. That's how you found out about this broadcast. And we will reschedule with Dr. Morris Cirillo. Anybody came on late, he was rushed to the doctor with a flare-up. We prayed for the man of God. But any of you that will uh, show $1,000 or more, you're going to get a free copy of my brand new book, Metamorphosis, which is a whole teaching on the prophetic word of the Lord. You're going to get the Dream Wild book. Uh, You're going to get a Dream Wild key, a Dream Wild CD, and a Dream Wild t-shirt. It's a music CD. So if you want to take advantage of that, you can sow a seed at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. And we'll get those materials right out to you. Praise God. And it is tax deductible. So I want to pray for you. So Father, I thank you for all those listening to the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord, that you are the God of the beginning. You're the God of second chances. You're the God who is with us through the pain, through the trials, in the valleys and on the mountaintops. And I just pray for all of those listening to the sound of my voice, whether they're listening to me now or they're listening to me on a, on a replay five years from now somewhere on the Internet. Lord, I, I just bless you. I just bless your people. I bless you too, Lord. I just bless your people in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, that you call us to prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospers. That's your promise. I thank you that you supply all of our needs for the new beginning. That's your promise. You'll supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you are not a man that you should lie to, but a man that you should repent. I speak to that one that's walking through pain and sorrow even now, and I ask you for your comfort to be upon them. I pray for that one that's sick in their body and hoping for a miracle, and I stand in agreement for the miracle. I speak to that one who has hopelessness trying to overtake their heart, and I say to you, dream wide. Infuse them with hope, Lord, in Jesus' name. I thank you for the opportunity, God, to stand on your word. You've given us your word. Your word is true. Your word inspires faith in our hearts. I'm so grateful to you, God, that you have made a way for us where there's no way. You're good. You're merciful. You're kind. You're great. You're loving. You're all that we need, and yet you're willing to give us so much more. I thank you, Lord, for the new beginnings. I decree and declare smooth moves. Hallelujah. Smooth new beginnings in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Now let me read to you the word of the Lord, Metamorphosis. The book contains the word of the Lord, but it also contains nine chapters of teaching on how to bring this, how to cooperate with the Lord to bring this to pass in your life. I heard the Lord say, a metamorphosis is underway. I will bring the change I've promised, first little by little, and then an outward manifestation of an inner working I've been doing in my people. That metamorphosis will spill out from from the spirits of my people into the spheres that they influence in the seven mountains. Transformed business leaders will see their companies as ministry hubs. Transformed politicians will see their cities as congregations. Transformed cities will see mass salvation. I am calling those who have struggled in past seasons to make one more push, says the Lord, because that last push will birth something in you and through you like the world has never seen and like nothing you could even imagine, says God. I have allowed you to go through struggles, through suffering, so that I could use you as a compassionate change agent in the earth. You have authority. You have influence. You have power. You have an anointing. I intend to use you, says the Lord, to comfort those who face disaster and to strengthen the weak. I intend to use you to lift others up even as 
Even those who dragged you down, says the Lord, you have been changed and are changing from glory to glory. The glory that rested upon you during the struggle is increasing as you step into the assignment I am giving you to see transformation all around you. You carry the kingdom, says God. Release the kingdom into atmospheres around you and watch the darkness flee as the brilliance of my love works through you by faith. Have confidence I have called you, says the Lord. You carry the kingdom. Have confidence that I've called you, says the Lord. I have equipped you, and I am sending you, and that I'm always with you, says the Lord. I see widespread metamorphosis. God, I'm t- guys, I'm telling you, I see metamorphosis in people, in companies, in churches, and in society. The metamorphosis is coming out of an intense struggle in the hearts and the minds of people. You can go to Transform 2018 to learn more about that. Praise God. It's all there for you. If you want to take part in the Dream Wild movement, go to dreamwild.org, dreamwild.org. You'll find everything there. The book, Sean Bowles has endorsed the book along with others. You want to get in on that. I love you with the love of the Lord. I bless you. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You can visit me online at jenniferleclair.org or so into Operation Liberation, our missions arm at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible. 